0: Hi everyone, I'm Vanessa, and I'm Amanda, and welcome to Rock Lifestyle. Hi everyone. Hello. (laughs) How are you Amanda?
1: I'm good Vanessa, how are you? Good. Welcome to a very special episode of Rock Lifestyle.
0: Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) What are we drinking? Espresso martinis
1: With fresh home-brewed espresso with my new espresso maker. Well, not new. Gifted to me. New to me. (laughs) Very exciting. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) Not a traditional espresso martini. I used a tequila cream, which might sound horrible to a lot of people, but delicious to me.
0: It's really good. It's, I think, one of my new favorites things
1: yeah right it's just like a strawberry cream it smells really strong but it goes down smooth
0: it does it's kind of like i mean the espresso is like not chocolatey but it kind of just reminds me of like that chocolate strawberry type vibe yes i agree like a dessert thing
1: the cocktail you get after dinner right mm-hmm. so we just wanted to i don't know chat
0: chat a little before our guest yeah. comes on we
1: have a really exciting guest uh we kind of we let you guys know who it was last week if you listened to our episode last week you know who we'll have on in a little bit here um but
0: yeah we just wanted to catch up on our weeks a little doing our own thing sunday but we were together saturday yes a lot of fun we went to cobblestone on maine which is in webster Um, We said it last week, our friend Lacey and Greg were playing their debut, um, and that was a lot of fun. We got some food, watched them sing,
1: had some drinks. They were so good. They played longer than their set was even intended to be. Everyone wanted them to keep going. It was really a fun time.
0: And they'll be playing again this Thursday on St. Patrick's Day um, at Pub 235 in Webster.
1: That's very exciting. If you guys haven't gotten a chance to hear them because they're brand new, you should head over there. Hi, guys. Well, we wanted to welcome our special guest to the podcast. We have chatted about her quite a bit on the Rock Lifestyle podcast. Her macaroons are legendary. Her shop is located in the village of Spencerport. Please welcome Sam LeBeau to the podcast. Are we saying your
2: last name right? You are. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. All
0: right. So a couple of questions that we have for you.
2: Okay.
1: So what were you doing before you were making these delicious
2: macaroons for everybody? So funny you say that because I just had some like PTSD opening up a Zoom call for the first time and like since I was a teacher a year ago. So a year ago, um, almost exactly a year ago to the day I was still teaching um, for the past almost eight years, I was a teacher and I was teaching middle school, family and consumer sciences, which is like the new home economics. So I was teaching um, cooking, which is, you know, was relevant, um, financial, uh, life skills, um, childcare, things of that nature. So um, it wasn't too crazy to make the jump of what I I always told the kids like what I'm leaving to go do is kind of what I'm teaching you guys like how to cook, math in the kitchen, how to run a business, how to be good with your money, um, learning about different types of careers and jobs. And um, so it wasn't it was kind of like I was leaving teaching to go do what I was teaching the kids to prepare for after school. So, the past seven years, I was a teacher. Um, Before that, I had tons of different jobs through high school and college, which little bits, you know, kind of prepared me for what I'm doing now.
0: That's so cool. I'm sure your students like watch you on social media and see how great you're doing. Yeah. Inspiration to some of them, like who aspire to be bakers or, you know, a business owner.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt horrible because I actually left mid-year, which most teachers know you, you can, but it's kind of a, it's a no-no. But obviously, like, I mean, all rules have kind of flown out the window the past few years with everything going on, but I was doing both for a while, opening the bakery, um, baking at night after work. I'd come home from teaching and this is while I had a one-year-old as well. And then once she went to sleep, I'd go in and bake all night. So I was doing both for a while to see if I could make the jump because that was a pretty scary move. Um, But once I knew I could do it, I left mid-year and the hardest part was breaking up with the kids because teaching middle school, I saw 13 different classes a week. So I had to break up with every single class. And so like the first one was obviously the worst. And then, uh, you know, it got easier throughout the day and the kids usually like, gossiped about outside of class so some already knew but some of the kids were so bummed but a lot of the kids were so supportive and like just follow your dreams Miss LeBeau. uh so it just made it it made it easier but I did feel bad for them it's been so uh they just haven't had much stability and me leaving made me feel guilty as well I really wanted to finish up the year but I just couldn't
1: it's so important to put yourself first. I think that that was such a great example that you gave to them anyways. I know a lot of teachers and you guys, that is a very hard job. I couldn't imagine during the pandemic and you had to do what was best for you.
2: Yeah. It just worries me. Like I always put this plug out there. I mean, I'm not the only one that says we have to start respecting and paying teachers for what they actually do. But I mean, I'm going to say the same thing for her nurses or medical, you know, staff, like, especially the last few years, we were heroes at one point. And then, you know, now everyone's leaving. I just hope enough good teachers, good nurses stick around for when my kids in school age for when I need it, for when mm-hmm. our parents are all old. So I'm just, something's got to change with that. We're all going to leave for our side gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that.
1: What you taught is basically what is helped build your business. I think yeah. that that is very cool. I didn't realize that that's what you taught.
2: Yeah. A lot of people really know about, I mean, everyone knows like the home ec, what it used to be. And when our parents took it, um, it was just cooking and sewing mostly and geared towards women. And now we're lucky that New York state actually is one of the States that requires what I taught. We call it facts for short family and consumer sciences. You're pretty much just teaching different life skills that A lot of parents do teach their kids, but unfortunately, um, a lot of parents, we have a lot of families, we have both parents at work. A lot of those skills aren't being taught or like as much in depth as they should, especially finances and like teaching finances to middle schoolers, I thought was so important. Like before you turn 18 and can get a credit card, here's what could happen. Like you, you I have so many friends that unfortunately didn't learn about that stuff or how to save or how to invest. And then by the time they're 18, 19, they are already in debt. So it was, you know, pretty important skills that unfortunately do get cut from schools first but um I still stand by the importance
0: yeah yeah I completely agree because I work at a bank so I see a lot of oh people so you on- see it and yeah. a lot of them who are either just opening their accounts or like early 20s have no idea really yeah. what's going on yeah like, always say it we're like we want them to like realize what they're doing with their finances mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah. So where I was lucky in the district I'm in, and I think a lot of districts are doing it in order to graduate. You do have to pass financial literacy now. So hopefully most kids will be graduating now with those basics because we've realized that there's definitely like a gap. Yeah. Good. Wow. Good.
0: So another question, um, what is your favorite macaron flavor?
2: Ugh, that's hard. And I get asked that all the time. It really <laughs> depends on my mood, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't make any flavors I don't like. I I love chocolate like in general but when it comes to Macs I really like more fruity stuff so I always have to remember like okay make some like chocolate flavors this week okay add in a chocolate flavor but mm-hmm. my top my top ones are sour peach so I do like us it's like a sweet peach filling and then the outside of the shells I dip in like a sour think of it like a when you bite into a sour patch kid So it's just like a weird mix, but it's so good. It tastes almost like a sour peach ring gummy. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites. Um, The lemon flavor is like super classic, but the fresh lemon curd in the middle is really good. I could just eat a lot of that. Um, Brownie batter is a chocolate one that like I will taste every time that I make just to make sure that it's good. And (laughs) (laughs) um, what's another one? Oh, the frosted animal cookie. That's one of my favorites too. Yeah.
1: That's one of my favorites. I, that, that one's very nostalgic for me. Yes.
2: Yes. That one's kind of not a pain in the butt to make, but it takes a little bit longer than it. So I don't make them as much, but yeah, that's a good one.
0: I feel like the brownie batter ones, like nostalgic for me. Cause one of my good friends who I like recently reconnected with, we used to make brownies every time we had a sleepover, we ate a lot of the batter. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, well, because it tastes I wanted that like grittiness like I don't maybe maybe some people haven't yeah. licked the brownie batter because you're not supposed to with the eggs, but you get that like grittiness, but the chocolate flavor and so you I wanted that like grittiness in the filling as well. Yeah. Yum. How do you come
0: yes. up with all these flavors that you make each week?
2: Yeah, um, I keep a note on my phone of like when I get an idea, which is just miles long, but honestly, a lot of them just like cruising down the aisles at the grocery store. Like, and it's funny because growing up, my mom was like super health food conscious. We ate pretty healthy. It wasn't that we couldn't have this stuff, but we didn't have any of this junk food in our house. So like now I, now I'm making cosmic brownie, Dunkaroos, Fruity Pebble, like all the stuff I didn't have as a kid. I'm like, look at me now, mom. Um, <laughs>
0: but
2: walking down the grocery store aisles like we I just have such a sweet tooth and whenever I see something I'm I'm always in my head I'm like I can mac that meaning I can make that into a macaron flavor so you, you know, should
0: love
2: that you need to get that patent or something I should <laughs> mac that. I have, I have a shirt my friend Kelly that's Casey cookie co she got a shirt made for me that says I can mac that and I wear that a bunch but I um yeah just like meaning I can take the flavor and replicate it or turn it somehow into a macaroon.
1: How do um, you do that? Because, okay, my husband is very obsessed. So I have to ask this question for him. Yeah. He doesn't understand how I showed him Baja Blast, which is yeah. his favorite soda, and you shoved it in his macaroon and he's yeah. just baffled
2: by it. That was a hard one. That was well, some of the liquids you can reduce down, but um, just for example, like I just did the shamrock shake. That one was tough for me because I don't love mint flavor. Um, I do what I don't. So like, I don't, I never had, a. I never had a shamrock shake. I'm admitting it now. Um, maybe I had, and I forgotten. So I went and bought one a for the picture, but B I'm like, I have to taste it first make sure. Um, I get the like flavor profile and I literally was Google like, what are the flavor profiles of shamrock shake? I knew it was mint, but you know, it's the vanilla ice cream base with the mint added in. Okay. So I've got to get that like vanilla ice cream base. So first I work on that. Okay. Then I add in the mint, then they have the whipped cream on the top and the cherry. Do I want to add the cherry in? So I'm kind of like picking apart all the different flavors in something and then trying to figure out how I can add that to the filling in the shell. Um, and yeah try to match it as close as possible and then some things like i just did the twinkie like i i'll throw the whole twinkie in there too to add it you know but you do have to like break apart the flavors or reading the ingredients list to see like what what they use but a lot of the stuff i'm using is like processed so it's kind of hard you have to you have to start from scratch and make it yourself wow yeah, right. but so walking down like the grocery more store more. aisle for sure is like the biggest inspo. Um, and then I just like start mixing flavors. So, okay, I've done brownie batter, but then you can make it a caramel brownie batter. Then you can make it a marshmallow. You can just start mix and matching and I just make a list. And then I also ask fans a lot um, or followers what they suggest. And a lot of times people come up with really cool ideas I've never thought of. So I like like their input as well. That's cool. Like
1: you're looking for a challenge.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what macarons are. They're, they're a challenge. They, they're just the trickiest thing to bake. And, um, they keep you humble. I say
0: <laughs> that kind of leads into one of our other questions. Um, yes.
2: why macaroons?
1: Yeah. Like what inspires you to bake specifically macaroons since
2: they're, they keep you humble. Obviously they're so challenging. <laughs> um, well, I've always baked everything. So originally, like if you scrolled to the beginning of my Instagram from two years ago, like I had cakes, I had cut out cookies, I had like pops, like pop, um, cake pop kind of things. Um, so I've always baked everything, but I've always personally loved Macs, like for me to personally go by and eat. Um, and the first time I tried making them was probably when I was 19. So a long time ago. Um, And I was like, I got to learn how to make these because I've never met someone that can make them. I never see them on TV really, like how to make them because they take so long. Um, So I just started researching and watching a lot of YouTube videos um, and reading a lot. There's different methods you can do. So it's not just one way um, and a lot of different recipes. Um, So originally I started making everything, but once I got the macarons down, I just kind of fell into this little, like, that's what I liked doing because they were so hard. And I felt way more, I liked the challenge. And when I got it, I was so excited because it's something that not everyone can do. And they just taste so different. They're just so unique. It's not like any other baked good. It's not a cupcake. It's not a cookie. They're just unique. Um, so I just kind of fell into that little niche market and that's, what I enjoyed baking. I remember I made a cake this past weekend for my daughter's birthday and I haven't made a cake in probably a year <laughs> while I was making. I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad I'm not making cakes anymore. It gets easier as you practice, but I just really enjoy making MACs. I personally like to eat them and they're just so pretty and unique mm-hmm. and they're hard to find really good ones. So that's why that's why <laughs> I love that.
1: They are so, they are so good. I mean, i I think, I believe that they're such a challenge, but I, yeah. I think that yours have to be in a league of their own. They have to be.
2: Well, I mean, any, anyone that makes them knows they're just, I still have bad days and I still mess up. I mean, anything from like the rain, if it rains it messes up the humidity and the air is different and they're a meringue based cookie. So, I mean, the weather, um, your oven's a huge um, factor and um, your ingredients. Sometimes I get bad, oily almond flour. That's just not consistent. That's been an issue. Um, so it, there's literally like 40 different things that could go wrong. They're just really difficult to troubleshoot, I guess would be the the problem, but when they're good, they're good. <laughs> cool.
0: Um, how do you decide how many you'll make each week? Do, like, do you have a set number for your,
2: people no, always want to know like the numbers, the night, I don't, I never got the numbers because what I do is I take custom orders. So, weddings right now, um, preparing for the wedding season. Right now, like this week, I had two birthdays, a baby shower, a w- bridal shower, and one I don't think was like anything. I think someone just wanted them for themselves. Um, but I take a certain amount of custom orders for that week, um, for every week. And then I plan like my, my weekly Thursday night drops around that. So however much time I have, I make as many as I can and sell those. Um, So it's really depends on how many custom orders and if I have something going on outside of work, like I have a doctor's appointment, there's gonna be less cookies that week Um, because I do work full-time baking and it's just, you know, life comes up and stuff comes up. So I don't have a set amount, but I know everyone always wants to know a number, but I can tell you from like start to end, each batch takes like, almost three hours because they have to rest. Yeah. Wow.
1: I didn't realize, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. actually.
2: Yeah. So you could, you can stagger them. You could start one. I make small batches. So some bakeries do have like a large 20, 30 quart mixer and make really large batches, which are difficult for macarons, like cakes. That's a lot easier. They're less, um, less room to mess up. But I make, I use a small KitchenAid mixer and do each batch, small batch, just, I have more control over the consistency. So it does take longer and takes more time, but, um, I just feel like there's less waste and less room to, to mess anything up.
1: Has it been easier in your location?
2: Oh my gosh. Yes. Like when you're baking from home, maybe without a kid, it would be different it's just so much better. I think mentally too, like now I leave everything. It's like when you have a job and you're like, you're leaving your job at the end of the day, it is hard, but you've got to like mentally check out. Okay. Like leave that at work. And then you're going home and trying not to think about that. And, um, it's just nice to have that, that separate location. So I can just separate, you know, family and, home stuff and work stuff. And it's just great to have that space. I can get so much done in like quicker time and with large sinks and just keep everything <laughs> nice and clean. Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: I, we love the spot. It's so cute right there by the union yeah. Coffee street roasters and you have your wall that looks so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it.
2: Yeah. It's a nice little spot. I grew up in Spencerport and, um, my first job was actually like, right across the street. Like when I look out my window at the bakery, I can see where my first job was. So it's kind of just like full circle. Um, But it's nice being in the village. Most of my customers are not from Spencerport and they make the drive, which I like appreciate so much. I picked it just out of pure um, convenience and I was working and teaching in Spencerport at the time. So it was going back and forth. And, um, I just appreciate my customers like taking that drive. And a lot of them are kind of realizing that the village has some cute stuff to offer. Like you mentioned, the coffee shop next door, union street is really nice. And we have some, um, there's a brand new CBD shop next to me. There's lots of new little stuff popping up.
1: Yeah. I noticed that clutch kitchen opened a location there as well. Yeah, They have some real good margaritas.
2: (laughs) Oh, good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You only need a couple. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a great little area i i love going there when we order max yeah. go pick them up it's a nice little little walk to go in there and get them and i love yeah. the village expense report i went to saint john the evangelist oh nice for yeah. elementary yeah. school so i it's nostalgic for me to go back there too actually
2: yeah oh we play on that playground nice <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be nice once it's uh the weather's nicer people can kind of check out the canal there's just a lot of history down there yeah for
0: sure. I mean, one last question. What is your favorite part about owning the business, your, your business?
2: I mean, doing whatever the heck you want. I mean, it's funny because like, I thought that once I was my own boss, like I would barely go to work. I, I, I kept my same schedules teaching. Like, I'm like, okay, I have to be good about this because I can do whatever I want. I don't have to go to work every day, but I love it, but I love it. Like I wake up now and I have always heard people say like, you know, pick a job that you love and you're like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I need health insurance. Um, and I do, I don't know how long it'll last. And I'm, I'm just so thankful that I can do it even for a little bit. And I'm going to do it as long as I can, but I'm just so happy to go to work. And I never had a job that I really felt every day excited to go to. Um, but I guess to answer your question, it's like doing what I want, being creative. And I think some jobs I've had, I really, unfortunately teaching, like I thought I could be way more, I had way more creativity that I couldn't use because there were so many restrictions and rules and mandates. And, um, I like being able to have that freedom of doing whatever I want, but with that, you know, it's difficult. Like I said, like I just kept my same schedule because I'm like, if I don't, I'm gonna slack and not go to work. And but I like it. So it's it's no problem getting to work. Um so I guess just that freedom of doing what you want whenever you want and like taking risks like some weeks I do some weird stuff and test out the waters. Um, but also like, I just can't believe it blows my mind. And it's also kind of sad. Like I've had so many people pull me aside, like, especially after events, like weddings or birthdays where they had my product there and they were like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, you have no idea this like made the day da, 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 da. just them thanking me. And I'm like, this is so sad that I've gotten way more thank yous doing this and felt than I did teaching. Yeah. Like I'm making cookies at the end of the day. Um, and of course there's kids and parents that said like, thank you, you know, showed that, but not as much (laughs) as when I make cookies. So although it's just food, you know, it, it does make people, it's making people happy through their stomachs. Um, and it's like the best way to make someone happy, you know? Uh, so I'm just really thankful that I'm able to do that.
1: That's really, really cool.
2: And sad. Have-
1: yes. yeah. Yeah. I, I see I see where you're coming from because yeah. that is sad, but people do love food. And I mean, I can attest after my wedding, people still talk about the macaroons. Yeah. So oh. you know, oh. they really, really do. It it was such a hit. Everybody was like trying to put them in their pockets. Yeah. <laughs> At my brother's wedding, that kind of
2: happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was in the bridal party and I'm like, there were barely any left by the time all of us were like going to get, like uh, I have to get them late of them. Yeah, they did. They had to hide some for me
1: and Brendan as well.
2: <laughs> uh, I think they're just so something so different that you offer during weddings. People aren't used to, you know, um, yeah, they were so they very like, excited. They get excited. Yeah. Um,
1: and then I guess I just had one last thing. Uh, what has, what would you say to anybody that is in the place that you were in last year that's thinking about taking the leap, but isn't quite sure. Do you have any words of wisdom
2: or advice? So I'm not a risk taker at all. So that was like a really big jump for me. Um, I would say like, have your finances ready, like set up. Like, don't just make that jump blindly. If you, you know, if you can Um, save up enough because you might, you know, you don't know what your first year is going to be like, save up enough to be okay. Um, You know, that would really be up to you, but save up enough in case you don't make enough money right away. Um, So it's definitely say like, get your finances in order. I'd say like, it depends on what you're really selling. Um, But, you know, start marketing your product or like creating a brand or like trying to visualize how you want your brand to be, you know, the marketing part of it. So don't just like create an Instagram and start throwing up pictures, like really think about like, okay, who's going to be buying your product? Um, You know, how do those people, whether it's their age or, um, you know, how are they going to be finding your product, I guess just like try, like figuring out your target market, um, figuring out like how you want your brand to look and just like getting all that organized ahead of time. So you don't have to figure it out as you're trying to sell whatever your product is. And if you're not good at that sort of stuff, which a lot of people aren't, I love doing that stuff is like hiring someone. We have so many people like right here, locally in Rochester, that that's their job. They'll take over your Instagram. They'll set up their social media, um, get your website going uh, before you even start. So having that like all set, ready to go before you launch whatever your product or your brand or your company is. Um, because if it wasn't for social media, for me, that that's what grew my whole you know brand. Um, so if it wasn't for Instagram, I don't think I would have existed. Um, and now I have such a good following that if Instagram does go down, um, they know where to go. They can go to my website. So it's really getting all that set up, I think before, and then just financially making sure that you're good to go in case your product doesn't, um, sell right away. Because a lot of times the first year, like is tough for a lot of people. So I think that that'd be my most, and then, you know, just making sure that you have like the support, whether it's friends or family, like um, our family's just done so much for us. Um, especially like childcare and helping us at the business. So just making sure you've got support in the finances in like your vision set.
0: I think that's all great advice. Yes, yeah. me too. it really is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know what I was doing, but those are just things now looking back, like I think that are super important. A lot of that I was kind of doing on the run, but the finances part was the big part for me. Like I'm not gonna quit my job I went eight years to college for. <laughs> to bake cookies people thought I was crazy they still do but that's okay
1: that's <laughs> okay they can think you're crazy i yeah, don't think you're okay. going anywhere <laughs> anytime soon we'll see we'll ride it out <laughs> yeah. i love how humble you are seriously her macaroons are the next level so if oh, you guys yeah. have not tried a macaroon from yeah baby bakes you can order on thursday at 6 p.m i believe yep p.m. on my website yeah be sure to set an alarm because they sell out fast. so fast.
2: My yep. regulars are crazy. <laughs> yep.
1: yep. Be on the website, be ready to go. And then pickups in the village of Spencerport
2: on Saturday and you can meet the queen yeah. herself. Yeah. I'd be happy to meet some new faces. I've seen lots of new people the last few weeks and I appreciate you guys, you know, started as customers and now I'd like to thank friends. So I love yeah. it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, where can everybody find you
2: on social media if they don't already follow you? Um, so, all my handles are just yeah, yeah, Baby Bakes. Uh, so, on Instagram and Facebook. And then my website is yabbabybakes.com. And that is where you can buy your macarons every Thursday night.
1: Yay. We'll Yay. also link all of that yes. for you guys. So, you won't be able to not find her. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week yes. and answering some of our questions.
2: Thanks so much for having me. It was really great talking to you and getting to know yep. you better. Thank you for wearing your yeah baby shirts.
0: Yeah, of, yeah, of course. course. Sharing thank that you. too.
1: <laughs> so we them. should all go get margaritas at Clutch Kitchen next
2: time. Where yeah. We're yeah. They gotta let's collab Clutch. Let's go.
1: Yes. Okay, <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that.
2: <excited enough. laughs>
1: Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. You Have such a good night. We'll see you soon, I'm sure.
2: All right. See you. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Well, I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: Yes. We hope you guys enjoyed our interview with Sam. We had so much fun having her on the podcast. Hope to have her back again
0: someday. And if you haven't tried the macaroons, you definitely need to. So. Absolutely. And if you do, let us know what you think.
1: Yeah, definitely let us know. Take pictures and tag us in them, and we'll reshare them on our story. Yep.
0: Um, if you guys don't know, on our Instagram, we have different highlights. So anytime you tag us, we share it, and I put that in the story. So if you want to look at different places that maybe you and I haven't necessarily been to, they're also on the stories um, on the highlights
1: yes you can check out our recommendations or if you're just looking for a place to go be sure to use our instagram as a resource because it really is a good one yeah
0: yeah a lot of people have to- told us that they've gone to our page for different ideas or just like different spots that they haven't tried yet wow.
1: yeah we love that it means a lot to us because we try to give you guys a variety we try to try different cuisines and different restaurants all local of course
0: yeah
1: yeah so do we have anything going on this weekend
0: this weekend there's a couple things so I'm going to the home and garden show um which is at the convention center I believe I'll double check my tickets okay but a customer at the bank I work at always gives them to me each year I don't own a home but I still go and like thank him for giving those to me but there's also a lot of local vendors there. So for your home or in garden, but there's also food, wine, different types of things. Um, I know that there was like soap one year and probably candles. I'm sure I smelled them, but there's lots of stuff to do. So it's not just home and garden stuff. That sounds so
1: fun. Actually. I feel like people love wandering around a home
2: store.
0: I always have a good time. Like you get to meet different people and then, you know, eat, drink, and then if you do have stuff to your do if you have stuff to do to your house, you can talk to people right there. Yeah. Or set an estimate of that um, sounds all like fun. Things.
1: probably like so many resources right there to zhuzh up your space. Yeah. I love that.
0: But there's also an event happening at Three Heads. It's called Rock Win Ren. So like a Renaissance winter festival. But it's benefiting um, mended little hearts, and if you haven't heard of that, which I haven't, um, it's a program uh, that they're raising money for. So it's for congenital heart defects, so CHD or heart conditions babies are born with. It's the number one type of birth defect that happens here in the U.S. It affects one in every 110 people, and that's a about 40,000 new families that are brought into this each year. So, all the proceeds will be going towards that.
1: Wow, that's really amazing. I love that you found that. And um,
0: that'll yeah, be at Three co-workers. Heads. Yep, Three Heads. Um, I'll share the link. Well, I'll share the picture that I have. Um, my coworker tagged me in it. So, I'll try to find the link for you guys. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, so I'm excited to do something different and to uh, like help. Something that I had never heard of yeah, before. Yeah.
1: That's a really good cause. I love that. That's really awesome.
0: Cool. Do you have anything going on?
1: Uh, This weekend, I am going to be, I'm actually going back to Embody. I'm going to try another bar class, just a full class. I got a good taste of it at this little brunch event they had last week. Their drop ins are really affordable, like $16 or something like that. So I'm going to give it another shot and then I'm going to go visit my favorite place, Lumos, oh. and get a sauna because. I haven't been in so long and I really just – I want to go. Yeah. And nothing like going for a, your sauna appointment after a good workout, I feel like. I agree. You know? Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm going to go to the Village Bakery and get a coffee. Nice. <laughs> the perfect Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But this was so fun. I just really wanted to say how much fun this freaking podcast is. <laughs>
0: We have been having a lot of fun um, getting great feedback from you guys that yeah. you enjoy listening to it and that's like all we wanted. Really. It
1: really is. And to be able to have a cool guest on like we just did and we have another cool guest coming on in a couple of weeks, I'm we're just so excited for what's to come and to be able to do this with one of my best friends, like that's really all it's about. Like We started this with just fun in mind and I just love how much Vanessa and I have been able to grow as friends and as business partners and just to be where we are in each other's lives and to see where that is going is it's just very special. So I'm glad you guys get to be a part of this journey with us too.
0: Yes. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> We're always on the same page.
1: Always on the same <laughs> page. Well, until next week.
0: Yes. And don't forget to follow us on social media um, at rocklifestyle underscore. I... believe it's on both Facebook and Instagram that way. Yes. Um, And also on TikTok. So if you don't follow us there yet, check us out. I will be posting more videos on there soon.
1: Yay. Spring is upon us.
0: Yes. Good weather will be upon us soon. Yes.
1: I feel it in the air. Well, all right. We'll see you guys next
0: week. Until next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Rock Lifestyle. Don't forget to follow us on social media at rocklifestyle underscore. Come back here every Thursday to hear a new episode. Be sure to like and review the show if you enjoyed. We can't wait to talk to you next week.